Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. And in celebration of Mother's Day, let's do the COVID report. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to everybody, seriously. I love my mom too. She's a she is still here. Great mom. I was very blessed to have two great parents. My dad went went on to be with the Lord in 2006, but I had great parents. You need to be always be thankful. If you're like me and you've spent your life in ministry and law enforcement, that's how I spent my entire adult life. You know the value of parents. Amen. And if your kids are grown up, please understand they're still your kids. Model the behavior that you want. Plant those seeds into the ground and they will come back to fruition. Seriously, train them up in the way they should go. Proverbs 22, 6. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. So even if right now they're 23 years old and living a not so good lifestyle, don't just, don't just convince yourself that they're saved when they're not. Model the behavior and pray and fast over them. And what I do is I sick the Holy Spirit on people. And I pray literally, make it almost impossible. I know, I know, Lord, they have to choose you. But make it almost impossible for them not to. In Jesus' mighty name. Do that all the time. It is not over. As long as you are sucking oxygen, there is hope. Amen. Don't you love how the way I put, the way I put things? Well, let's start off with Pfizer this morning. In the fir first time in the history of our country in, that I have seen, I've been here for 53 years, first time that I've seen, so maybe I'm wrong, but the first time that I've seen, so I'm just gonna put it, first time in the history of our country that I've seen, the federal government using your tax dollars went to federal court to defend an international pharmaceutical company. You ever seen the president and CEO of Pfizer? You ever seen him talk? He's not American. He sounds like somebody from the, from the Third Reich, strangely enough. And F the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, went to federal court because what Pfizer was trying to do was suppress their data and keep it confidential for 75 years. Now listen, if you're somebody who took, took the Pfizer in here or the Moderna, the Moderna, by the way, is worse because not the drug, it's just the same, they're both mRNA vaccinations, but Moderna's actually in partnership with the federal government. Do you know that? That's absolutely true. You don't believe that? Please pull it up today online because it's not a right-wing conspiracy. They are in partnership. They share many patents with the NIH, which is Anthony Fauci. Just so you know, that's the truth. This isn't right. Listen, everybody needs to stop being so scared to jump on conspiracy bandwagons when they're no longer conspiracies. Amen. What's true is true. Amen. Well, people will think I'm a nut if I say it. Well, just say it then. Who cares? Wouldn't you rather be a nut that tells the truth than be an accepted liar? Yes. Tell the truth. And understand this, I say this to you every Sunday, this is not politics. I, I look at, you guys don't think I look at your faces, but I do. And I see the shutdown. Oh, okay, well, I knew that this wasn't the church for me. 
why don't, why don't you give the gospel? Because boy, you're going to hear it in a minute. You need to understand something. Give the gospel a chance. Us talking with black robes on, a black robe ministry, we're speaking to our culture. And not only that, you can't dictate to the culture unless you're speaking about the culture. And by the way, just so you know, Rodney Howard Brown told me this yesterday on the phone, we're in charge. We're in charge, not them, we are. We need to address these things and not pretend like they're not happening. I'm spiritually above that. No, you're not, you're a coward. Speak to it. Well, Tom, you could lose your church. I don't care. I'm going to say what God has called me to say. It doesn't matter. It's funny because I get, no, I get letters and emails from people, and they always start off their letter with, I know you don't care. <laughs> people don't listen to what I say. I care enough. I care more about, more about you than the pastors who drip honey all over you. I care more about you. I care about you so much that I don't want to enable you. I'm willing to risk my relationship with everybody because I do love them that much and I want them to know the truth. Amen. Knowing the truth is what, you, what sets you free. Not the truth. Knowing it sets you free. John 8, 32. So here's the truth. They pushed out the vaccines, right? And why, how do you relate that to the gospel? Number one, because they're killing hundreds of thousands of people at this very moment. They're killing our military. Every ailment in the military, as I've read to you before, and I actually keep all those stats with me at all times. Every ailment in the military is up. Whether it's HIV, Bell's palsy, neoplasm, skin cancer, testicular cancer, spontaneous abortions, miscarriages. Uh, neurological disorders are up somewhere between a minimum of 200% up to over 1,200%. Every one of them in one year. That's not right-wing conspiracy. It's their own data. There's 100 whistleblowers. Last time I talked to you about it, there was about 13. Now there's over 100 whistleblowers who are testifying to that data. The reason why I preach it, if God, the word of God says, if God so loved us, shouldn't we also love one another? Ought we also to love one another? First John 4, 11. So I love these people, saved or not saved. I want them to live. I'll get to this at some point. We may just preach this the whole time. Who knows what will happen in this place? I'm staring out at you right now. I'm looking for who needs the Holy Ghost. I'm looking. I'm looking for disruptions in the spirit. I'm looking, because I'm going to come lay hands on you. Somebody, immediately, some people go. That's what I used to do when I first started going to the River Church. Pastor Rodney, come around. I'm scared. Don't be scared. God will keep you safe. It's all about Jesus. But see, I care about human life. We're winning battles. Amen. We're winning. Yeah. They're losing. Yeah. 
Yeah, listen, they won. They won in 2020. We're turning the tide. In the state of Texas last night, there was 31, 31 people. They went 31 for 31. They removed all of the libtards off of all their school boards. Bye-bye. 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 No more CRT. No more telling the kids to lop off their sexual organs without their parents' knowledge. Tom, why do you say things that's so disgusting? What is it? You convince a boy or a girl that they're the opposite, and they go and sign up without their parents' consent to have their sexual organs lopped off? The church should stand. The church should be the ones at the school board. Instead, what we have are a bunch of people who've had to, have, have had enough. There are even people who are liberal, they've had enough. Bud Light, swilling rednecks who've had enough. And the church sits back and acts pious. As if, oh, you know, we don't, we, don't, we don't include politics from the pulpit. Really, Jesus did. I thought we were Christ-like. Christian. Say what needs to be said, do what needs to be done, and let people do whatever they do with it. That's what you do. We're turning this around. Roe v. Wade's about gone. Gone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade's about gone. Yes, they tried to stop it. They can do whatever they want, draft decision, it's gonna come out, it's gonna be back, kicked back to the states. It's gonna be 13 states that love butchering babies so much that they'll, that they'll keep it open. Florida will close it down. If DeSantis is here, Florida will close it down. <laughs> Abortion's not politics. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. It's not politics. It's human life. All these lover, uh, lovers of people, they love people so much they water down the gospel to keep them in their church. They ain't saying nothing. And they won't preach because they're afraid. Right now, I just lost people. There are people in this room that will never be back and are right now plotting how to get out of here. <laughs> right now. I see the look on their faces. If you'd sit here instead of being a Christian who goes with the flow and stop, start being an occupier, why don't you try it? Because certainly what you've done has not worked. Check your fruit. I say that, I say that without hesitation. The fruit will always tell you who you are. And all the people that are so compassionate and so loving that they would never mix politics from the pulpit because they don't want to offend anybody, you're simply a man pleaser. You're a worshiper of people. I hope you make it to heaven. The odds are not good. Because you're gonna, in order to please people, you're gonna have to put a mark on your right hand or on your forehead and it's coming. It's coming. Nobody knows about the day or hour, but I know it's coming. We ought, we, we should see it. You've heard me say it a thousand times in this church. Giant nations. 
You know, you can't even leave Canada without a vaccination. Can't leave. You're captive in your own country. That's a fact. You cannot leave the country unless you're vaccinated. The vaccination that does this, Pfizer study. They had 46,000 people in their study. Now again, they did another data dump because they've been mandated by federal law. The FDA sued on their behalf to keep, their, keep all of their vaccine study, their, how they came up with the vaccine. They did the data dump on Monday of this week, 80,000 pages. Somebody get that back door and close it for me. Right there. Come on. Get that door. There we go. So this is the data dump of 80,000 pages on Monday. The FDA sued to keep all of this information. The FDA sued, federal government sued, like I told you earlier, on Pfizer's behalf to keep this information confidential. And I hearken back to a verse you hear all the time in this church. For everyone practicing evil hates the light. Does not come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. Why would anybody take a vaccination where the developers of it want to keep that information confidential for 75 years? Why? Why was it at the news conference the other day with Peppermint Patty when she was asked point blank, does the president support abortion up to the moment of birth? Well, we, 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 uh, we've said many times where the president stands. Answer the question. Answer it, yes or no. Drives me nuts. So people, they, why would anybody put anything in your body with a metal rod that injects a fluid into your body where the people who made it are hiding how they made it. What's happened? You don't even, listen, I'm just being honest with you. You don't even need God to be logical. The reason why is you have the essence of God on the instant you're going to hell, but I'm just saying, you have the essence of God. The mind that you have was given to you by God. It has logic. You, you want to grab your ankles so fast to be a man pleaser as an evangelical Christian that you'll, you'll, you'll stick a metal rod in your hand, in your arm, pumping a fluid into you that the people who developed the fluid don't want you to know about it. 46,000 people were in their human trials. Of those 46,000, 42,000 had adverse effects. Where do you, oh, that's right wing conspiracy. Tom must be watching a lot of Alex Jones. I do love Alex Jones. <laughs> However, that's not from Alex Jones. That's on page whatever of the 80,000 they just dumped from Pfizer themselves. No wonder they didn't want it to come to the light. 42 out of 46,000 had adverse effects. 1,200 died. 1,200 people are dead. They died. The FDA, FDA bylaws mandates to the FDA that if one person dies in clinical trials in 30 days, they must shut down the trial for life. What happened? Oh, and lo and behold, who sues on Pfizer's behalf? 
No wonder they don't want that data to come out because the FDA didn't even follow their own rules. 1,200 people dead and you're supposed to shut it down when one person dies inside of 30 days. That's the truth. Now I'll give you this. It all came out. It's all on their own papers. You can check this all when you get home. You're a vaccine person. You just love them. Please check this when you get home. But what you ought to do if you've been vaccinated is make sure that my hands are on you before you leave. Seriously. Seriously. People are dropping all over the globe. I've got my finger on the pulse of politics. I've got my finger on the pulse of conservatism. I got my finger on the pulse of evangelical Christianity. I follow lots of people. I'm ashamed to say I said this on the podcast last night. My screen time went up 33% last week. I don't know why. Because I'm an addict. Pray over me. Stretch your hands this way. But I, I know what's going on in the world. I follow all the sources. I read them for hours per day. I memorize the Bible and I, and I read all of what's happening around the world. That's what I do in my day. That's what I do all day. Memorize the Bible, Twitter. Memorize the Bible, Twitter. So their own, their own, the, oh, this is what I want to tell you. On Twitter now, it's starting to pop up. Like, like, like little bubbles floating around the room. All of a sudden, all these reports from vaccinated people who are pro-vax. I have a friend. I'm concerned. I have a friend, 30 years old, just dropped dead of a massive all over. What, what the bleep is going on? It's coming out. We prayed on the podcast that it would. It's coming out. This is in politics. Lives are at stake. See, here's the thing. A lot of people have never lived in the septic world. I just caught a glimpse of Travis down here. He's lived in the septic world. Wave at him, Travis, so they know who you are. There he is. He's been in combat. Septic. Dead bodies everywhere. Blood everywhere. Law enforcement, 25 years. I've lived in the septic world. Cleaned up dead bodies. Done those things. My friend who's a detective's in the back. Lynn lived in the septic world. That's why, they, that's why the FRS loves cops. Florida Retirement System. You know why they love cops? Because they all drop dead in their 50s. True. They try to convince you to keep your money in there. Because I pulled all mine out. Keep it in there. Keep it in there. Because they think that won't happen to me. I'm living to 120. But the rest of them, who knows? Because you live in the septic world. I understand death. A lot of people don't. It's just a TV show for them. I've walked into homes and smelled death. I know it. Seen many dead bodies and, and catastrophes. I understand it. I want people to live. I want them to live. I want them to have a chance to not go to hell but go to heaven. Because narrow is the way if you find it. This is what this is about. So they told you when it rolled out from the mouth of Joe Biden, from the mouth of Donald Trump, from the mouth of Anthony Fauci, from the mouth of Deborah Burks and Rochelle Walensky, 
from up in the mouths of basically everybody on the left and most on the right. This vaccine is highly effective, safe and effective, and highly effective. 95% efficacy rate. Efficacy means keeps the, keeps the virus at bay, keeps the virus off of you. That's efficacy. When, you, when I say that word, that's what it means. Did I know what efficacy meant two years ago? No, I do now. It's, it's effective rate from their own documents. Efficacy rate, 12% in seven days. 12% for seven days. You're like, well, yeah, but it goes up after that. No, it goes down. After seven days, it turns into 1%. As the podcast says, look at me, facts. That's the facts. They went out and they pimped and they hoard a lie. They knew it from day one. 95% effective? Really? 12% effective for seven days. And that's while, while, during that efficacy period, you're also developing antibody-dependent enhance, enhancement syndrome and capillary blood clotting, but that's beside the point. It'll keep you safe 12% uh, of the time, 88%. And after that, it'll keep you, it'll keep you safe 1% of the time while you're dying of capillary blood clotting and ADE. 27 women who they, they termed accidentally pregnant. I'm, I'm assuming that meant they didn't intend to get pregnant. With the exception of 0.01% of all abortions, which are rape and incest, 0.01%, remember that, they use the most extreme to try to win their argument. I think I need to explain to people why you got pregnant. There really is no accidental pregnancies. That's where the choice lies. I was watching a, 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 what was, what's called Radiance, which was the ladies' conference at, the, at uh, Revival Today Church, Jonathan Shuttlesworth Church. I watched it for half an hour the other day because the preaching was so good. And that's what, and um, it was either Adalas or Magalas said, where, where, where's the decision? Or what's, what, they were asked, where do you draw the line as a Christian? And one of them answered, whenever unzipping begins, you cross the line. There you go. You're like, some of you are like, what did I walk into? I don't know. So of the 27 women that were not raped, but somehow accidentally pregnant, of those 27 women in the Pfizer trials received the vaccination, they had 23 of the 27 spontaneously aborted. And then you've got Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, going out in front of everybody saying, if you're pregnant, go get the vax. If they can't abort you in the womb, they'll abort you outside the womb or they'll reach inside your womb and abort your babies without you even knowing it. 23 of 27. And by the way, that's not it. They had two premature with neonatal death. Is Natalie in here? What's neonatal, neonatal death mean? Okay, prior to what? Okay. 
So they were, they were, they died, they're dead before 40 weeks. There you go. So that's 25 out of 27. Dead! Oh, those right-wing pastors like Tom didn't close their churches, didn't mask. They didn't know what they were talking about. Whoops! It's called reading data, which I did starting in March of 2020. It was never hard. Why would you, why would you run to get, if you're, a, say, a 27-year-old pregnant woman, why would you go and get a vaccination against a virus that will have little to no impact on you or your child? Why? And one that they developed in one year where it usually takes 15 to 20 before they even seek FDA approval. 15 years. And you're like, Tom's, Tom's a big old Trump lover. Now listen, Trump is guilty. He's, who did he bring on his stage on Saturday night? Johnson and Johnson. That's the truth. Woody Johnson. And this was, this was the applause. Crickets and... He needs to wake up. Operation Warp Speed was Operation Death Speed. Okay, so now we've covered 25 out of the 27 pregnant women lost their children. Here's number 26. One spontaneous abortion with another spontaneous but not premature abortion with neonatal death. Another one. So now we're up to 26 out of 27 lost their babies. And then they pumped out the vaccinations to pregnant women. What, well, Tom, what does this have to do with the Bible and Christianity? Have you ever heard of the Antichrist? It's the Antichrist spirit that wants to slaughter the unborn. And everybody else, by the way. They have one living baby. One out of 27 survived the Pfizer trial. And then they put those three words out in front of the Pfizer drug. Safe and effective. They're still putting it out. Pfizer, oh, by the way, just so you want to check this, that's on Pfizer document 5.3.6, page 12. And you still have all the clowns out there pimping and whoring the vaccines inside the church. Including, including the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah. Cowards. The Lord won't allow me to release names anymore. Pastor Rodney won't allow me to release names anymore. <laughs> Until that lifts, I'm not going to give you the names. But boy, I got them. If you want to know what they are, it's easy to find. <laughs> I just throw that out there. Pastor Rodney's preaching right now, so he doesn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yet. You can find it, though. It's very easy to find. Man, do I want to drop names. I mean, I'm just telling you, it's carnal. It's carnal. Stretch your hands this way and pray again. Here's some more information for you. 73% of COVID deaths. This is in high to middle high income countries, of which the United States is one. Australia, Canada, England, Scotland, all those places. France. 73% of COVID deaths happened after the vaccine rollout. We were, do, we were doing pretty good before the vaccines came out. 
Everybody right now, this is absolute fact. 90% of COVID hospitalizations and deaths in the UK, in Scotland, Australia, in Israel are all vaxxed and most boosted. That's a fact because they have ADE. They, have, they basically have the equivalent of AIDS. They cannot fight anything off. Anthony, Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, COVID positive. Jen Psaki, COVID positive. Hillary Clinton, COVID positive. Klaus Schwab, COVID positive. Mark Milley, COVID po- not Mark Milley, Lloyd Austin, COVID positive. Listen, I don't want them sick. I don't. But they are all triple vaxxed and boosted and wore their masks 100% of the time when the cameras were on. And now they have COVID. Everybody who showed up to the White House Correspondence Center has COVID. They have no ability to fight disease. You see the liberal trope that comes out that you have to say, well, this COVID is horrible. I'm flat on my back. This is terrible. Man, I'm I'm thankful I'm vaxxed. That's literally like just spreading your legs and have somebody kick you right in the crotch and say, man, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so glad for my underwear. <laughs> you gotta see the stupidity in this world. You have to learn to laugh at it. You might as well enjoy it. You know what? You can walk around and say, man, I'm glad I'm not stupid. And if you are stupid, which I've been in many areas of my life, admit it. 73% of COVID deaths occurred after the vaccine rollout. These people cannot fight off disease. You're seeing all of the vaccine pimps and whores out there getting sick. Omicron was exclusively for the vaccinated. Nobody who's unvaccinated had any problem with, with Omicron. It was killing the vaccinated, and nobody says anything. The UK has shut down their, COVID, their vaccinated COVID death count. Shut it down. Our CDC has never released it. They haven't released their, their COVID hospitalization vaccinated data either. That's all been shut down in these countries. They don't want people to misunderstand the data. Oh, I got it. Uh, 26 out of 27 babies dead. I understand the data. Thank you. I don't, need, I, I don't need the disinformation governance board. I'm good. I understand. I don't need the liars telling me what's true. Last week, last week in Canada, Canada's stupid enough to still be releasing their data. (laughs) Sorry, Canadians, if you're in here. I love you. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should say it the other way. Maybe they still have some remnant of honesty. I don't know. With with the female leader, Justin Trudeau, I don't know. (laughs) He needs to go into a bathroom and check, seriously. Hike it down, check. (laughs) Last week in Canada, 99.96% of their COVID deaths were vaccinated. 70% of that 99% were boosted. 
This is all absolute fact. They had registered one unvaxxed COVID death. One. It's a pandemic of the unvaxxed. Really? Liars? I'm almost to the end of the COVID update. Now listen, I get bonus time because Hope was supposed to talk for five and talk for ten. So I get bonus time. So we'll be leaving at 1210. Ish. January in Australia. The one of the most totalitarian COVID states on the planet. They had excess deaths. I want you to think about this. In the month of January, they had 3,000 extra people die in comparison to the year before. Dead. 3,000. 3,000 people. You know, everybody's got a, a little line. It varies. Maybe it goes up 200. Maybe it goes down 100. Maybe it goes up, you know, five or six. It's 50 or 60. It stays the same. America has 2.9 million deaths per year. Every year. It's 2.8 to 2.9 every year. It's the same thing in Australia. So but they had an excess of 3,000 deaths. The exact number is 2,965, but it's easier to say 3,000. So they had 3,000. That's 22% above baseline. For all of those deaths, 442 were COVID, they say. But what's the explanation for the remaining 2,443 above baseline? I wonder what. I wonder, if, I wonder if you'd find old brother Moderna in there or AstraZeneca or Pfizer. Last one. Just want you to know Pfizer's quarter one profit for this year, not revenue, profit was $7.886 billion. And they're itching, they're trying to get an EUA to vaccinate kids zero to five. And they'll get it. Because the person in charge of that approval is Anthony Fauci's wife. Absolute fact. The, NA, the NIH, sec, the part of the NIH that, that approves or disapproves vaccination is run by Anthony Fauci's wife. And that's, an absolute, that's absolutely true. So what do we do in this world? I want you to know something. I'm tar- starting the message at 1130. Christians struggle with the world. I, saw, I left off. I told you we're going to start right here this week. Christians struggle with the world. Look, look how, just kind of taking the COVID bridge, how did the church respond to the world when it came to COVID? They did exactly what they were told to do. And as, as the devil tried to do with Jesus, they used the Bible to do it. Somebody's got a phone going. Everybody's looking at you. Three, two, one, negative one. There you go. Mute. Put that out there. Even I know how to mute my phone. I can't even turn the lights on in here. I have no idea how to do it. I had that at the old church. I could turn the lights on. Now I don't know how to turn the lights on here. But I know how to mute my phone. Christians struggle with the world. They want the approval of the world. We don't want anybody to think we're religious zealots. I want exactly the opposite. Exactly the opposite. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple? 
And that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is sacred, and you are that temple. Let them fear. Talking about arming yourself? No, the Holy Ghost take care of it. You walk in the room, people will know. It's 1 Corinthians 3.16, if anybody's wondering. They want the approval of the world, which is the essence of the modern church. They follow the pattern of the world instead of doing what Scripture says, which is to no longer follow the pattern of the world. A lot of Christians measure success by the world's standards and not the way that you think that, that I'm saying this. That's an anti-wealth? No. The world will tell you to be poor. Not God. Don't, don't you know the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich? 2 Corinthians 8, 9. He put that on the same level as paying for your sin. Christians are always like, what can we do? We, we need to do something about this third world country. You're broke. What are you going to do? There's nothing for you to do. Except send them yourself, I guess. Nobody does that. We ought to be rich. It's not me telling you measuring success by the world and the world deems rich to be successful. They don't. They hate the wealthy. They really do. Have you ever noticed it? Antifa isn't going into the hood. Antifa's gathered in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house right now. It's the truth. Christians are scared, scared to death of being rejected by the world. Oh, people will think this. That's why nobody at your workplace knows you're a believer. You sit there and you laugh at the disgusting jokes. You take part in gossip. You'll burn in hell for taking part in gossip. That's the truth. Gossip is always the exception for every Christian because they'll camouflage it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling you because I want us to pray. You know, we want to pray over Tom being such a jerk. We, are you with me? Let's both, let's both stretch our hands towards Jerusalem. What's God, what does the word of God say? The Holy Ghost. What does the word of God say about the world? Ephesians chapter two, verse two. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Why would we have any respect for the world systems whatsoever? Oh, but what about Romans 13, Tom? The reason why all the churches, by the way, I talked to Jonathan Shuttlesworth this week, because he travels the country. Those churches who shut down, they're closing. Mission accomplished by the world. They're closing. Churches that used to have 2,000 have 200. You can't maintain your facility if you've got a facility for 2,000 and you've got 200. You're going down. You're going down. And they know they're going down. You can watch them sometimes on TV if they will show you the camera angle. They're not coming back. They followed the prince of the power of the air, Satan himself. COVID was all about shutting down the church. The world created the virus. The world created the alleged solution to the virus. 
The world shut down the world for the virus, starving to death 400 million people. Now we have a national baby formula shortage. There's a very convenient war happening right now. We're 30%, 20 to 30%, 28% I believe is the exact number of the United States and many other countries grain comes from. I need to be low carb anyway, so fine. In about the same percentage of fertilizer, Bill Gates owns the trains. Bill Gates owns the fertilizer factories and they're not transporting. Funny, and while Bill Gates does what? Buys up farmland all throughout the world while he's vaccinating people. He's also forming a germ advisory board. So they can get ahead of viruses for now on and shut down the world. They can't kill you in the womb, they'll kill you outside the womb. They'll starve you to death, they'll vax you to death because they're of the devil. Don't go to a church that preaches anything else but that. You go to a church that isn't bringing any of this up, you're at the wrong church. If you're watching me right now online, you need to travel here. Go to a southern outpost of freedom. There's one in Tampa called the River Church. There's one right here in Northport, Florida. I'm not kidding you. It's vital. This is the time for radical measures. Well, time to time, things are opening up. Things are getting better. They've reserved all of their powers. They've kept, we're still under a COVID, state of COVID emergency, state of emergency, using COVID as an excuse right now. It's voted in by the Senate again. All the Democrats voted for it, along with, of course, Mittens Romney. Willard is his real name. Don't name your kid Willard, all right? That's why they had to change his name to Mitt. If you're a Willard in here, I love you still. Come on. Don't be all offended. You should hear what I've said about flute players. I mean, come on. We're entertained by the world. Christians struggle with the world. Now this is where I wanted to launch. James chapter four, verse two. But before we get there, I want to read to you out of Matthew chapter six, 22 and 23. And this is exactly where we let off last week. This is all about perspective. Everybody thinks verses like this are about what to watch and what not to watch. It's actually about how you see things. What your perspective is. Listen to this. The lamp of the body is the eye. Matthew 6, 22 and 23. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? It's got nothing to do with how, what you watch. And you have to, that's, that's there too. Above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Don't watch garbage. I'm just telling you, that's, what, that's not what this verse is about. It's about how you see things. It's perspective. What leads into those verses is Matthew 6, 21, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. But for where your treasure is, 
there will your heart be also. Whatever you try, see, it's all about perspective. Then the next verse, 622 and 23. The next verse, Matthew 624. No man can serve two masters. For either he will love the one and hate the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. I have seen it over and over and over again in this church. Christians choose something to love other than Jesus and still try to hold on to their Christianity. No, no, no. You will turn out despising Jesus. You can't do it. You can't contradict the word. You can only love one thing or the other. You either love Jesus or you love your kid's sports program. You love Jesus or you love your job. You love Jesus or you love the portrait that you carry around to yourself. I carry no portrait ever. I am what I am and I likes what I am. You should be the same way. Stop acting like you're an advanced believer when you're watching porn. Stop! Stop acting like an advanced believer when none of your kids are saved. You're not advanced. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He'll exalt you in due time. Humble yourself. That was off subject, but I just had to tell you. Those verses about how do you see things. And how you need to see that, see things is through the lens of the Holy Ghost. You've got to become one with the Holy Ghost. Lots of Christians, because they speak in tongues, and I love that, or prophesy, and I love that. Don't, don't, you know, we don't despise, we don't quench the spirit. And we don't despise prophesyings. We don't do those things. It's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 16 through 22. We don't do those things. You've got a lot of Christians, they speak in tongues, but they're not one with the Holy Ghost. They're not led by the Holy Ghost. You're led by the world. And they're both spirits. There's a spirit of the world, prince of the power of the air, and there's the spirit of Jesus, which is the Holy Ghost. You are led by one or the other. You just, you can make, you can part and parcel it. When it comes to my career, Holy Ghost or world? When it comes to my money, Holy Ghost or world? When it comes to relationships, Holy Ghost or world? Anything. Christians have vast pockets in their life where they are led by the world. And I include me in that. But I'm taking action. Look at the fruit. Look at your own fruit. Where's the miracles? Where's the salvations? Where's your influence? You're not to light a lamp and put it under a basket. The world is the basket. Lots of Christians never lead one person to the Lord. Not one. Well, I'm raising my kids right. That's not your calling. Your calling will enable you to raise your kids the way you're supposed to. The Holy Ghost will. On this Mother's Day, I'll badmouth mothers. And parents in general. Their whole life is their kids. It's not supposed to be your life. That's the worst thing you can do for your child. 
is make them your golden idol. It's the worst thing you can do. I, you know who I love the most? There's women, there's women in this church, sitting in this building right now. They pop out their kids, and man, they are here the next Sunday. They can barely walk as they pop that kid out on Thursday, and they're here Sunday. They may be doing the Potomac two-step, but they're here. Tom, you're just saying that because you're, oh, church isn't important? For most people, they treat their church like their redheaded stepchild and their job like their favorite. What spirit? Identify it. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Identify it. Who runs the show in this area of your life, that area of your life? Who runs the show? Ask. He'll tell you. James 4, 2. You lust and you have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. Good, you know, that's great. A lot of Christians, they know that verse. Yet you have not because they ask not. And then they ask and they don't receive. Why? James chapter four, verse three. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. Then you may spend what you get on your pleasures. That means we're not supposed to prosper? No, your perspective's wrong. And God's got to change you. He's got to get you to pray in the Holy Ghost. I'll teach you how to do that in just a minute. You're asking for things that God can't give you because you're unable to receive them. You're a babe in Christ who thinks they're mature. I keep seeing that all the time right here. Lots and lots of Christians, they believe wholeheartedly. You know what, I'm mature, you're not. That's why your prayers aren't getting answered because you're not praying the Holy Ghost's desires. You tell me, Tom, that you should never have like, a, like good things? No, I believe the opposite. But you have to be born of the Spirit first. I'll show you. Psalm 37, 1 through 4. The Herod's titled the heritage of the righteous. Remember, the title of this message series is privilege. The heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked. Psalm of David. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Now, that's, it's, it's funny how this has turned out. If you look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, 8, 9, it says, Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove concerning the faith, but they shall progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all. You'll see it. It's happened. Where does judgment begin? 1 Peter 4, 17. Where does judgment begin? Two-letter word, us. So they shut, the churches are shutting down. They caved to COVID. But they're not the only ones. Their folly will be manifest to all. 12% efficacy. 26 out of 27 babies dead. 1,200 people dead. Their folly will be manifest to all. They shall progress no further. Why? Because there's a restraining on the planet. It's called you and me. Amen. We are the church. The real church. The real church opens the Bible and says, there's Jesus. They don't make him up out of thin air. Verse 3. Psalm 37, 1 through 4, verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. 
dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Here it is. Now this is the verse that we're going to concentrate on. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. The desires of your heart are corrupt unless you are delighting yourself in the Lord. That's why when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. God knows that if he answers your prayers that you are praying out of carnality, that it will destroy you. Lord, send me a man. No. But a man shows up anyway. Who sent him? The prince of the power of the air to destroy you. I don't care how hot he is or she is. Back to James 4. Now we're at 4 and 5. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred toward God? Let's set this up, remember? Yet you have not because you ask not. When you ask, you do not receive. Because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred toward God? This isn't, this isn't the kind message. This is the Bible. But I'm used to the monotone pastor. Welcome to the real world. just want to tell everybody that we love you this morning. You do whatever you want to do. And it's just all a spiritual journey. I just want you to enjoy the ride. Hop on the river. Just go with the flow. God's got it. There's no sin that's so great that God will not overcome it. You ever read the book of Hebrews? Pastor, you ever read the Bible? Friendship with the world. You know, we're here to reach out. We're doing a community car wash. I will never prostitute my church to go set up a community car wash. I know. See, I'm watching. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. you won't, a lot of you, you are so churchized that you are scared to clap for that. You are esteemed above the world. You are privileged. Walk in it. We're just here to serve the community. That's not the Bible. I'm not here to serve the devil. I'm not here to serve the chamber of commerce that funds the YMCA, that butchers the unborn. People have sent me letters, send me invitations. Hey, Tom, would you like to come to the Sarasota County uh, Pastors Convention? We're all meeting. We like to come together and we like to have breakfast. No, thank you. Ain't one of you that preaches the Bible. I'll drive to the river. I'll point my car northward an hour and 17 minutes. I'll drive to the river. Where people actually go with the word of God. I'll sit under that pastoral ministry. I'm not going to, it's good to see everybody this morning. Turn, turn my mic up really loud so that everybody can hear me. I love you and you love me. We're just Jesus's family. Doesn't matter if you sin, you are doing well, but secretly you're really going to hell. 
That's the truth. <laughs> How many of you got a purple dinosaur in your head right now? That's the truth. Avoiding, avoiding the truth and not saying things like friendship with the world is hatred toward God. You won't hear that anywhere other place outside of the river or here this morning in this sector of Florida. You won't. They're scared. People are going to walk out the back. I'm used to it. I don't even care. That's a badge of honor. You adulterous people. This is written to Christians in Jerusalem. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred toward God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Look at the next verse, James 4. James chapter 4, verse 5. Or do you think the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? Jealously? You're not allowed to use the word jealous in church. Do not worship any other God for the Lord whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. Exodus 34, 14. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? He doesn't want you to look at your life through the, through the lens of the world. He wants to tell you how to pray, tell you what to ask for. And by the way, he'll get you to the place where you will ask for prosperity, not just so that you can give food to the poor, but just for you. But he's got to get your heart right first because a lot of people, if God answered your prosperity prayers, you'd walk away. When riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Psalm 62.10. We have to be a spiritual people. We have about 16 minutes to go before we pray. Everybody with me? Because this is where I wanted to get last week. And I just smoked 35 minutes not getting there. But you need to listen to this part. You have to be spiritual people. And by spiritual, it's very simple. We need to be Holy Ghost driven people. Holy Ghost, specifically Him. The reward of salvation is the Holy Spirit. If you look at John chapter 17, verse 3, what does it say? Now this is eternal life. When we all get to heaven. Nope. Now this is eternal life. That they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That's eternal life. For those of you who are saved in this room, when you die, it's, it's nothing for you. It's a mere transition, not into eternal life. You already have it. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly, heavenly realms is yours. Ephesians chapter 1, 3. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. After this manner, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You're already a man or a woman of the kingdom. Now this is eternal life that they may know you. Stop waiting for heaven. It's not the Bible. You're never even told to wait for heaven. 
You should be all right now. Jesus sits at the right hand of the throne of God. God sits on his throne. Neither one of them are here. Jesus will come back, scoop up the church with his mighty sickle, and then return for the battle of Armageddon and wipe the world clean. He'll do his job. The Father does his job. Through, through Jesus, everything was created. Colossians 1:15 and 16. He does his lane. He's in his lane. The Holy Spirit is in his lane. And he is the one in this room. Most Christians have no idea about the Holy Ghost. None. Psalms 37, 4 again. Delight yourself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires, really how you frame it, of his heart. What does that have to do with the Holy Spirit? The desires of your heart should be his. Let's go deep. Are you ready? Ever ask yourself, how do I get to Ephesians 3.20? Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think according to the power that works in us. Right? Well, how do I get there? Because I'm telling you, those two words, I've heard them from the most unpowerful people ever. Exceedingly abundantly. Everybody loves to say that because we don't talk like that in America. So everybody likes to say exceedingly abundantly. They never live it. They never get to that place. They never enjoy their life. But they say that verse all the time. Well, where is it? How do I get to that? Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works in us. But you shall receive power when who has come upon you? Acts 1.8. According to the power. So you don't get exceedingly abundantly without the Holy Spirit dominating your life. Oh, I don't want anybody dominating my life. What? Who are you, pot, to say to the potter what you want? Above all we ask or think. No eye has seen. No ear has heard. No mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things. God has revealed it to us by his spirit. Spirit searches all things. Even, even the deep things of God. Christians who think that they know the deep things of God that are not dominated by the Spirit know the deep things of religion. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. These things we also teach, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct them, but we have the mind of Christ. Where, what are all those things? That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9 through 16. 
It's all Holy Ghost, Christians. You're dead without him. Stop resisting. Stop kicking against the goads. A lot of you, there's been an open door. Look at me. There's been an open door before you for years. You will not walk through it because it makes you uncomfortable. Stop kicking against the goads. Go where he tells you to go. You know who he is. My children know my voice. How do I get to exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think? Through the Holy Spirit. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Here's the path. How do I get this place? Been wanting to preach this for two weeks, but I'm such a blowhard I can't get to it. Here we are. We have arrived. How many of you, how many of you want exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think? Stretch your hands toward heaven. Amen. There's a path. It's you're going to have to walk. And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to feel right. Because there's a way that seems right to a man, and its end is the way of death, Proverbs 14, 12. It is the Spirit who gives life. Capitalized, it is the Spirit who gives life. Not how we all feel today. We have a great spirit in the room. No. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. John 6, 63. Here's the path to exceedingly abundantly. First thing, let me frame this. There's not a person in this room, and by the way, for anybody getting offended, I'm in the room. There's not a person in the room who even knows what exceedingly abundantly means. It has to be revealed to you by God. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Yeah, but I've never experienced it. Yeah, because you're going the way of the world. You're a saved person who lives according to the world. How dare you say that? Show me fruit that, that shows that I'm wrong. Show it to me. It is, listen, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. That's exceedingly abundantly, right? What God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. How does he do it? Romans chapter 8 verse 26. In the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. See it? Is everybody seeing that? Yet, yet you have not because you ask not. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for us, for ourselves. But the Spirit, the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Tom, I'm not really, you know, tongues isn't for me. Then the Bible isn't for you. How do you avoid verses? I had a pastor recently criticize me and during his message. And he said that I use obscure verses. How's a verse obscure? You mean, oh, the ones that don't fit in with the Southern Baptist Convention. Got it. Paul wrote... The minister of grace wrote, I wish you all spoke with tongues. 
I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you. And then, oh, that tongues was for the book of Acts? What? The book of Acts? The book of Acts takes place over decades. What does that mean? By the way, that's 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 5, and 1 Corinthians 14, 18, if you're wondering. Jude 20 says this. Remember now, to get to exceedingly abundantly above all you ask or think, it has to be according to the power that lives on the inside of you, which is the Holy Ghost. You don't even know. I don't even know what exceedingly abundantly means for me. It has to be revealed, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 9 through 16, through the Spirit. We don't even know what the definition is. But instead, many of us, we do what? We look to the world. What does exceedingly abundantly mean to the world? If I had, if I thought that way, then we'd still be in a tile store. I came to this room twice. The last time I came into this room, Tommy was how many months old? Six months old. It was the last time I was in this room. The nursery was right there. It's the first time we ever put him in the nursery. In our lives, it wasn't easy. That's why I sympathize with all you parents. But who would have ever known? Who would have ever known that we would ever be here? I didn't. It had to be revealed by the Spirit. I didn't know. And then when we even tried to get this building, we're going long today, live with it. When, he, when we tried, all the doors closed. But the Spirit said, it's yours. Now when the Holy Ghost tells me that, I have a tendency, I'm a very transparent preacher. I have a tendency to second guess. My wife does not. The Wolverine. Once those jaws clamp shut, they never let him go. Along with that's Batman, Robin is Heather. We never would have seen this. This church, when I first got saved, this church was a church of 2,000 people. This used to be the Northport Mall when no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind could conceive. Let me just say this to some of you too while I'm on this subject. A lot of times when you end up with a big service, you get lost in the shuffle. That's on you, not me connect. It's very easy. The Holy Spirit will make you do it. Most, most Christians don't listen to the Holy Ghost. Well, you know, all I ever see of Tom is, you know, at the door and he's hugging people and shaking hands and, and I tried to talk to him. There's 400 people lined up and you want to ask me about the book of Revelation? The Holy Spirit didn't tell you to ask that question. Holy Spirit's not stupid. You are. <laughs> Connect. What did, you know what I did? As, and listen, I'm, I've told you this many times. I'm pretty much a solitary man. I really am. 
I was on the phone with Pastor Rodney yesterday. And he was talking, he was talking to me about Jonathan Shuttlesworth. He was talking to me about, about me. And I said, I told him, I said, yeah, I really don't hang out with anybody. He goes, well, gosh, we have to change that. <laughs> All my friends that were a part of this church, they left. That is what it is. God will connect me. That's what's happened. I've, I've found my pastoral authority. I go and get ministered to. But you need to connect. There's hub groups everywhere. Today, right around the corner, right, right, look, 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 all you over here, look. There's food back there. And well over 100 seats. Get in there. Well, I went back there and I had to wait in line. You wait in line at, why, why do you wait in line at Disney for three and a half hours and you won't wait for 12 minutes here? What no eye has seen and what, what no mind has conceived exceedingly abundantly won't happen without relationships. You won't have it. If I hadn't, what, what would I be doing up here without Aaron? I had to develop a relationship with Aaron. I wouldn't have a podcast without Aaron. I wouldn't have a piano player or a worship leader without Aaron. We have to have a relationship. I have to know him. There's hub groups. Sounds like a church advertisement. I don't care. That's where I literally don't care. There's the Tomas hub group. They're the men's hub group. The ladies hub group. The Zucchiati hub group. Am I missing any? That all, is that all? I asked Hope if I'm missing any. She goes, yes. And she goes, that's pretty much all of them. She did that to me when we were pulling out of the church driveway. I say, hey, look to your right for me and let me know. And she goes, yes, no. I looked myself. So she said, yep, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no. It says there's no other way. And she's like, explain it. That's all I heard. Yes, no. But it's up to you. Well, that makes me uncomfortable to go into a room of strangers. Then you're never going to meet anybody. I had to do it. You have to do it. Walk in there. Go to a love group. What's going to hurt you? What's the worst thing that can happen to you? You have to connect. The Holy Spirit will make you do it. And if you kick against the goads, you're going nowhere. There's step one. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And there's your step one. Well, it doesn't seem very spiritual just to go to a hub group. Yeah, you're, what do you want? You want the microphone right now? You wouldn't be able to handle it. You'd fall apart. Jude 20, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy, do you pray in the Holy Spirit? And I'm not just talking about tongues. I pray in tongues every day of my life, but I'm telling you, your prayers need to be directed by the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, capitalized. 1 Corinthians 2.13. Oh, I read this one to you before. These things we also speak. Not words which man's wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. 
A lot of people don't want the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost will tell you that you're a spoiled, rotten brat. Who's offended? Happens all the time. And I, you know who I admire the most in this church? Are the ones who have had controversy and stay. I have controversy every week in this church, and I stay. We wanted to do this, and they wouldn't let us. Heather told me I couldn't do it. Boo! I'm offended. I admire the most. When you're confronted, and, we, and even if we're wrong, and you're told you know one thing or the other that you don't want to hear, I admire you the most if you stick with it. I admire the most. There's people in this room that that's happened to, and they're here today, and they've been for a long time. There's people that have fought with other Christians in this church, business relationships that have fallen apart. They didn't leave. Those are the ones I admire the most. They're doing what I'm doing. I overlook an offense. He who covers an offense promotes love, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Amen. Proverbs 17, 9. I'll try to head towards the end here. Who wants to just keep going on and on? I want to get you, I want to get you on this Sunday to start your exceedingly abundant life. The thief cometh not before to steal, to to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they might have it abundantly. But you don't know what abundant means and neither do I. It has to come through the Spirit, where you are praying his delight, delighting yourself also in the Lord, and then he will give you the desires of your heart, which then is his. Only the Holy Spirit delivers exceedingly abundantly above all because he's the only one who knows what it is. He's the one who defines it. What does rich mean to the Holy Spirit? I wanna tell you this. The people who struggle with money the most are not the rich. Yes, there's some that do, but mostly it's the poor. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after are from the faith, everybody thinks it's rich people. First, first Timothy 6.10. Most of the time it's the poor living in chains or the middle class. Well, I got it all now. I got the 3-2. I got the F-250. I got my two and a half kids, my two and a half bathrooms. <laughs> Success! How do you know? You've never taken the time to understand the grace covenant, the faith, the, the grace through faith covenant that you're in. What does rich mean to God? Well, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to get too wealthy. Who, why? Why would you not want to get mega wealthy? You can always give it all away. 400 million people starved to death. Because of the lockdowns. That's a fact. That's UN, UN statistics. Not mine. UN statistics. You could have fed how many of them? If you had 100 million in the bank, how many could you have fed? You could be like Paula White and Rodney Howard Brown putting together a 747. Filled with provision for people of Ukraine. Phony war, but real victims. Real victims. We're there for them on both sides. They're both victimized by autocracies. 
and dictators, both of them, not fighting for freedom in Ukraine. Volodymyr Zelensky is equally addict, is equal in dictatorial standing as Vladimir Putin. Equal. There's no oppo media. There's no opposition party. Shut it all down. Tell me that's not an autocracy. The lie from the media, just like safe and effective, is go fight for freedom in Ukraine. Ukrainians, I talked to Ukrainians out here. They told me it's all fake. It's an autocracy there. They told me they live there. They probably know. What does fulfillment mean? What does relationship mean? What does victory? What does health mean to God? What does influence mean? If I wasn't led by the Spirit, folks, do you realize I took a speech class at the University of Central Florida and I failed my first speech. There was like 27 people in the class. The classroom was half the size of the stage. I shook so bad that I had to, I had to sit down in the middle of my speech and got an F. What does influence mean? I certainly didn't think it'd be public speaking. But if you're led by the Spirit, who knows? You'll see the doors swing open. You'll see the doors swing open. I guess I'll finish here. Man, I don't want to finish. Other people, other people are sitting there, oh, please, please finish. <laughs> Aaron goes, they can leave. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. We don't get it yet. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says you have the mind of Christ, but most of us have not been renewed enough to understand that mind. We're way too busy. We're way too distracted. Retirement's been the worst for some of you. You filled your time with things that are not Jesus. I want to ask yourself this question. Jesus actually says this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. When you pray, go into your room and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Do you ever do that? Look at me now. Do you ever do that? Most Christians never pray. Most Christians never study the word of God. So therefore, if you're not praying and the sword of the spirit is the word of God, who reveals your divine success, how in the world would you ever get to exceedingly abundantly? Amen. How would he be able to, if you're not praying, the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. If you are not praying, how will you ever get to exceedingly abundantly? Just like everybody shut down, everybody is mesmerized by this. Everybody watches The Walking Dead and goes, oh, I wonder if that could happen here. It already has happened here. I see, I've seen couples 
at Applebee's. I stare at people. I love watching people. I love being in an airport. Man, she's weird. Look, look at that. Look at that. Why, why in the world would they ever wear that? I've seen couples at Applebee's never say a word to each other. It's only two of them there. And they never say a word. They sit there on their phone the entire time. I won't allow it. You tell your wife what to do? Yeah. I do. Doesn't mean I don't love and respect her. She's my number one counselor. Love her. But if it wasn't for me, Hope will answer every call, every text, every call. I'm like, no, we're at dinner. It's got to get done now. That's her carnality. Got to get done now. My carnality is what everybody hates. Her carnality is considered an, a, an attribute. If you're an overworker, you're just as carnal as a lazy person in the eyes of God. Amen. Understand that. You got to fill every second. I'm like, no, we're at dinner. The only, if Norma or Tommy call, we'll answer. Other than that, Nothing. I don't want the phone on the table. I put my phone in my pocket or in her purse. I don't, I don't answer it. I hate that. We're already mesmerized. It's the spirit of the world. The, sp the spirit of the prince of the power of the air. Worship team, make your way. Close right here. Next week, what we're going to start with you can study these verses out in advance, 2 Corinthians 3, 12 through 18. Why don't you do that? Write that down and actually study these verses out. Do you know that the world, when I'm not going into detail, we are closing right now. Actually, I'm going to let, we're going to do, we're going to lay hands on people. But we'll be, it's 1222, you'll be out those doors by 1230. I don't come up here and start long prayer. Yahshua, thouest which sitteth in heaven. I don't do long prayers. Come up here. Jesus healed. Finished. Those are my prayers. So I don't, if 50 people come up, that'll be quick. It'll be about 50 seconds. Finished. Done. Jesus be in agreement with me. The world cannot see what you see. Please understand the privilege that you have. Why can't anybody see? And by the way, that includes worldly Christians who are led by the spirit of the world. Hardly any churches are talking about the mark of the beast. How is it that in Australia, Canada, New York City, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR code and mark of the beast on your phone and no Christian talks about it? Because they're not led by the Spirit of God. They're led by the Spirit of the world. We understand. They're blind. Christians are blind. It all depends on what spirit you're following. Jesus told us, told us in Matthew chapter 25, verse 13, Watch, watch therefore, because you do not know the day or hour. You and I are watching. We're watching. They don't even know to watch. By the way, 90% of the evangelical church doesn't know to watch. But we have the ability to watch. That's where we will launch next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online, that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you, and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking Him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. 
If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.